Hello, everyone, and welcome, Pastor Deborah Hare. We are in another wonderful, wonderful spiritual educational video. Yeah, this is the Teleministry Educational Series of Agape Love, Love is Here's Global Spiritual Teaching Ministry. And I am Pastor Deborah, and you are in the Garden of Eden. That's right. Your physical body is someplace, just like my physical body is in my living room with no green screen. Yeah. So I'll look fuzzy. Things will happen around my hair. You'll see my background coming through. My hand could just disappear and do this wonderful, wonderful video by Pixabay. Even though I'm recording in Zoom Pro, I probably should have a green screen, but I've tried them all. The big ones, the professional ones, the homemade ones, the ones attached to a chair. None of it works for me. My space is small. I usually have lots of different recordings to do. So please forgive me. Be kind. If I'm fuzzy, just close your eyes. My voice should be okay. If you can't read all the scriptures, it's in the channel description. <clears throat> Just listen. Your spirit, <laughs> the real you, the forever you, doesn't see the video anyway, the way you do with your natural eyes. No, it's in the garden. And it looks at this video differently. But this motion video by Pixabay is to help us understand this small, small portion of spiritual teaching for you about yourself, about others, about a love you don't know yet, about a realm you may not even believe in. That's right, the realm of the spirit. So we have been working through scripture references for Pastor Deborah that helped me be transformed from helping you as a licensed clinical mental health counselor to helping you the Lord's way, the spiritual way. I had to have scriptures, words of spirit and life in me. I had to understand this heart that loved you. I had to understand you and the mess you were in and how to help you. That was my heart's desire was to help you. I thought I knew how. I went to college and education, got licensed by the state. I was a professional counselor. But that's not what this heavenly father wanted for you, for me, and for him. He wanted me to help you his way. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know who you were. I didn't know where you were, how I was to find you. I didn't know what you needed help with. So I studied. And Isaiah 61 and Isaiah 62 were foundational pillars of scriptures in my life. I learned about our condition, even Pastor Deborah's, before she became born again. Yes. I learned about a father's heart for you, his father's desires for you, and his prophetic words that still travel and are still in effect today. Isaiah 61 was sort of my beginning. 
and I studied it, wrote it out. And now I'm bringing it to you in the spiritually amplified form. We've been working through Isaiah 61. We're up to verse number 10. And this is going to be a teaching series of Isaiah 61. Then we'll get into Isaiah 62. Yeah. And then into other scriptures. Tele-ministry is a teaching ministry, a healing ministry, a deliverance ministry. Yeah. Can I cast out devils right over the video? Yes. There's no distance in the spirit realm. My words are powerful because they're coming from my spirit, my forever person. So here in this part of Isaiah 61, verse number 10, we're beginning part two. So welcome, welcome, everybody from wherever you are, whatever planet you're on, whatever solar system or galaxy we have traveled to. We are all spiritually in the Garden of Eden, the very pleasure and delight and presence of agape love, the great I am, the Father himself. No, none of us are dead. No, we still have our physical bodies. They may be in bad condition, near death, but not yet. Yeah. Can God heal you of death? Yes. Can he help you survive? Yes. Sometimes he does. Sometimes there is much against him. And he decides in a way, and so do you, because you have a big say in this, that you're tired and ready to leave and be with him. And he will bring you on home. Mm -hmm. Others, you don't have a choice. People take your life. Sickness, disease, illnesses, wars, shooting, bombs, famine, disease, abuse. They come to kill, to steal, and destroy your life. So welcome again to the garden for your spirit, the forever person. And let's all prepare our heart to see, hear, perceive, understand, and believe in words of spirit and life. Let's pray first. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for you are about your work. You are doing this. This is you, your words, your heart, reaching out, touching, seeking the lost Father, be about it through Isaiah 61, verse 10. Be about fulfilling your own words as you have watched over them. Bring them forth as these lights up from the darkness, the ground, the wilderness into your presence. Father, help them to see you. Hear your words for their spirit. Help them to understand your words of spirit. And life. Help them to understand you are a spirit and you are working and seeking their spirit, the forever person. Father, be about your work that only you can do. Help us now as we work through 
Isaiah 61 from the Old Testament, verse 10. And as we continue to grow and learn about you and us and our new birth, help us, Father, to become as these white lights, clean and pure and beautiful, rising up out of darkness and captivity into your heart and into your kingdom. Be about your work, Father. In the name of Christ Jesus, your son, your word that you sent to us in a dirt body named Jesus to go to a cross, to take our righteous judgment that was due to us. Thank you, Father, for coming as one of us, walking among us, speaking to us, teaching us, healing us, casting out of devils. So be about your work, Father. So they can believe in you and freely choose to serve you and worship you as their God, their Lord, and no other. Bring them out of the darkness and ignorance of you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. I want to review verse 10, and then we'll get into it. Verse 10 of Isaiah 61 says, and this is an amplified spiritual version, which is what I had to learn how to do to understand the Bible. The Bible is a spiritual book. It has examples in the flesh, the Old Testament, and it's talking to all three parts of us. It's talking to our spirit who needs to rise up and become the king of our kingdom, which is our spirit, our soul, where all our mental faculties are in our biological brain and the other part of the kingdom is our physical body all three areas are important and need to be taught disciplined and get under control and be about the work of the father and how the system works is the spirit was originally to be the ruler of all three But it disobeyed and it sunk down into the miry clay, the darkness of its soul, its helpmate. All it could do now, because it lost the Holy Spirit, was to follow the soul in ideas and thoughts and beliefs. It was sort of married to it, the flesh. The spirit became flesh creature, not a spiritual being, the spiritual knowledge. The soul became the king of this kingdom, this three-part system. With its lust of its eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, the king. The physical body became the servant of the soul to get what the soul wanted. Pleasure in any way. Mm -hmm. And to avoid pain. So the soul became the ruler. And the king which was supposed to be, the spirit, became the slave. But when you get born again, the spirit becomes alive again. It's a baby, and it must grow and learn. But for a long time, the soul is still in charge, and it's a bully. It's a, It will traffic the spirit out. It's a slave labor to the spirit. Yeah. So the spirit has to grow and has to learn. Take test and rise up and speak to its own soul and say, we aren't going to do that anymore. We aren't going to think like that. We aren't going to believe like that. 
So there's war inside of you. Mm -hmm. For who is going to be in charge of this system of spirit, soul, and physical body? So in Isaiah 61, which was written by Isaiah, an Old Testament prophet that God talked to, took on trips. Yeah, I, I love those trips. And I ask God, if you did it for them, do it for me. So Isaiah was used by God. And Isaiah wrote this out, or somebody did. So we could hear God talking to us. And we could learn about him. But he had to work at this time through the flesh. And he still does. He'll talk to my spirit. Then my spirit has to get my soul to agree to say something, do something, uh, not do something, be disciplined. And then my physical body has to also be a part. So let's listen to Isaiah 61, verse 10. I, the forever person, will spiritually greatly rejoice in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Of Isaiah 61. And my soul, the me of the dirt, me of the biological brain, me with the mental capacity, mental abilities, other people, me inside the dirt body of flesh and bone, will also be joyful in my God. Sometimes that takes a while for the soul to realize the God of Isaiah is its God. The soul will worship other gods. Yeah. It'll worship itself. Mm-hmm. It, it's a mess. It's just a mess. For he, the Lord, has spiritually clothed me, my spirit, me, the forever person, and my soul. With his spiritual garments. Yeah, the spirit has clothes. A robe of salvation. He, the Lord, my God, has also spiritually covered me, us, with his white spiritual robe of his glorious majesty. And pure spiritual righteousness. That's what this video is trying to show you. These white lights. And that big light is the white robe of righteousness. His majesty. His spiritual robe. Clothes covering of our spirit. As a bridegroom would deck himself out. Adorn himself. At his wedding. With earthly ornaments. Maybe in his military uniform. All of his medals. Shiny and bright. Or as a bride adorns herself. With earthly jewels. Tiaras. A white dress. A white train. And all of her jewelry. For her marriage. He's trying to relate if things in the natural That will help us understand our spiritual rebirth, our reclothing. See, we take off the clothes of shame and dirt and dust and ashes, confusion. When that light comes like that, 
were born again. And this is what we sort of look like. There it is. The rebirth. And there we are. Now, to help us understand a little further what God is talking about to us. Remember, Pastor Deborah does a lot. Was trained to follow out the scripture references. To help get more detail, more understanding, and to go slow. We were told to go to Isaiah 22, verses 21 through 23. So that's what this video of Isaiah 61, verse 10, part 2, is really going to be about. We're probably only going to cover verse 21. We're going to go slow. So let's look at Isaiah 22, verse 21. I had to learn how to do this, to learn how to help you the Lord's way. I had to learn about myself, about you, about Satan, the enemy, demons, devils, sickness, diseases. I had to learn the Father and his heart, and I had to follow the references. Different Bibles I learned, even by King James, has different references. Some people use many different Bibles. I also use the strong concordance that helps me take the word into the Hebrew and the Greek. Then I use Webster's Dictionary. And those are the only references I use. And then when I still don't understand it, I want a visual for my eyes. I'll ask God, show me in nature. Show me in a movie. I watch some strange movies. You wouldn't think that I would. But each one is teaching me. Maybe there's words that are being said. Maybe there is an understanding for the spirit that I'll see in a movie. Science fiction. War movies. Yeah. All kinds of movies. But I always ask God's permission. Please teach me. What do you want me to watch? What are you trying to tell me? What is in this that I can learn? Because there's some bad stuff in movies or in songs. And you don't want to open those doors and let that stuff in. And God can keep them closed, but you can learn. Because we have to be able to look at even evil. We have to know what Satan and his demons look like. Did you know early on in my training, I didn't know what you would look like when you were lost to us. So God took me to Walmart, went to the magazine section, and there in a rock and roll heavy metal music was something called Slipknot. I'd never listened to them. And they wore masks. And that's what God says, see, that's what their spirit looks like. I had to look. I watched zombie movies to see what your spirit looked like. I watched science fiction, fantasy, even some icky stuff. I had to see you, you that I was trying to help, you that I couldn't see, the forever person. I had to see you, that part of you, the way he saw you. So here in Isaiah 22, we're trying to learn a little bit more about this white robe of righteousness, this glorious and beautiful new outer covering, this new body that we get that he wants to give us in our new birth, in our salvation. When he salvages us, redeems us back to himself. When the light comes and we receive it, 
lot of times we don't know how icky we look or are spiritually. Verse number 21. And I, the Lord God of Isaiah, of Israel, will spiritually clothe and cover and decorate you, the forever person, and your helpmate, the soul. I learned about our helpmate to the spirit back in Genesis. Yeah. The spirit is in the spirit realm. It has no contact with the earth. Do you know how I also learned that? I had a personal experience. I had just come out of a deliverance session at church. I don't know, four to six hours casting out devils in a sweet 16-year-old. And all I said was the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. While I held her ponytail and she puked some of the worst black junk out of her stomach I had never seen. I'd seen a lot of puke and I'm sure you have too. This was not normal. When I got home, Unknown to my soul and to myself, I was still in the realm of the spirit. My spirit was sort of out of my body. I didn't know that. So I sat down at my table, turned on the TV, fixed me a plate of chicken, some dinner. It must have been midnight or one o'clock. Don't know. And all of a sudden, I look down. And I said. I don't eat that. I'm going. I was, that was me. A forever person. I was out of my body. I was above my physical body. I could see my physical body, the table. And it said, I don't eat that kind of food. Then the spirit, me, the forever person, looked at the television. It could see it. Said, I don't watch that. And then it sort of, Just drifted back down. I learned. The spirit can see into the natural world. You can see that in the movie. Doctor Strange. With Burt Cumberbatch. I think that's his name. The spirit can see into the world of the flesh. But it does not eat that earthly food. Does not really watch television. But it can see it. I learned a lot that day. When I was in the deliverance session. Even though I didn't know it, my spirit was at work. I was really in the spirit realm. Because doing deliverance, casting out of devils and demons, your spirit is in the realm of the spirit. Your words are spirit words. You are going against spiritual things. So my spirit was still up, sort of. It was still out of body, sort of. But I had a lesson to learn about you, about me, about the spirit, what it ate, what it watched, what it did. See, I had to learn about you. And I was learning about me from experiences. I didn't have teachers like you do. I just was sort of following, helping people. So this God is speaking to Isaiah about the Forever person. He says, and I, not anybody else, will spiritually clothe and cover and decorate you, the forever person, and your soul with my spiritual light. 
my spiritual robe of my spiritual righteousness as a pure and spiritually radiant wedding gown of a bride and as the beautiful jewels of the groom and will spiritually strengthen the heart of you, the forever person, the spirit part, to strengthen and transform your soul, your helpmate, with my, the Lord God of Israel's spiritual strength, which will spiritually strengthen them both. The spirit, the forever person, you, the real you, the one that lives on after earthly death and its soul. With my strong spiritual girdle belt, strong bonds of my strength. I was learning it was about him, what he was to give us. Replace to us. This is how we were to to have been in the beginning. Beautiful, radiant, glorious. Until we've lost it. And I, the Lord, the great and majestic king of the kingdom of heaven. Will also strengthen you with my spiritual robe of righteousness. You will be legal. You'll be right, correct, lawful in my eyes and in the law of agape love and a legal citizen in the kingdom of heaven. I will put my garments of life and light on you, cover you. I will give you robes of royalty and majesty called salvation. I will rebirth you from the old you, from the inside out. This will be my victory and yours over hell, death, the grave, the law, sin, and death. Oh, yes, your physical body will still pass away, but not your spirit. It will not be lost to me. You will be a beautiful creature of rebirth. And in this new shape, this new form, this new birth, I will commit and repledge and revow myself to you with my everlasting covenant. I will be bound by my word to you. I will be in a binding legal agreement with you, my child. And my kingdom of heaven will be your inheritance with all of its authority and majesty, dominion in all creation. I will grant you my authority and dominion. I will give them into your hands. As you grow into a mighty king, a mighty warrior, representative, priest, 
ambassador, as you mature, you will be receiving my gifts of majesty and royalty, righteousness. And I will place according to the everlasting covenant into your hands. Pastor Deborah had this happen. Of those who are now wearing the white robe of my spiritual righteousness. Those of my spiritual salvations, majesty, and glory. A lot of this is not talked about or taught. We're told we're just still old sinners, saved by grace. Just tough it out. Get through it. Just keep waiting to go home. There's no fight in us, no training, no boot camp. Don't even see the war. Just get through it somehow. And you, he says, the forever person, shall spiritually be as a spiritual father, an owner, a master, a lord, a shepherd, a king, a protector, a warrior, to the spiritual inhabitants, the other forever persons who are babies. You'll be a mama, a papa. And to the to your own soul as well and your physical body. There are days I have to tell my soul, we ain't going to think that. We ain't going to stay in that muck. We're going into the presence of the Lord and praise him. I know you're hurting. And then there's days I have to tell my physical body, you can't have that to eat. That's just carb. That's just sugar. No, you're going to bed. Close your eyes. Don't look at that. My spirit is always working with my other two parts of the kingdom. Because they're not quite under control yet. They're much better than what they were. But I'm also to help other people. Be a shepherd, a protector of them. I'm to also be a shepherd over his precepts and his words of spirit and life. His understanding. His powers, yeah, I'm to help people get healed and delivered. I'm also to be a shepherd over him, sort of, his image, his righteousness, his ideas and thoughts here on our planet. I'm not to be pro-abortion, pro-greed or corrupt. I'm to represent him to others. In speech and language and dress, on video, social media, to those that are babies or in the darkness, I'm to bring the true spiritual Jerusalem, city of peace. Not the one in the land and the earth or wherever you're at. The city of peace is for the spirit. The Lord God wants to plant and build his city called Jerusalem, the city of peace, inside your spirit. He wants your soul and spirit to be at peace with each other. He doesn't want your soul to be a bully anymore to the spirit or to your physical body. He wants all three parts at peace and at rest under him. Disciplined, strong, informed, educated. No longer thinking as a child and acting as a child, but a mature. They call it on the earth, a working royal. That's right. 
guided by the institution of majesty and royalty, of leadership, shepherding. Mm -hmm. And some people don't like that. Oh, well, you'll never be a mighty king spiritually. All of this is about building the kingdom of heaven inside the hearts of you, inside your mind, of your spirit and your soul. And he can only do that when you are spiritually clothed like these white lights and his righteousness. And you become a member of his family called the house of Judah, the house of praise. And you become a child, not a male or a female. There's no gender for the spirit. It can be either one, but a child. He sees you as his firstborn. When he looks at his son, Christ, his only begotten son, he sees you. Because only the firstborn son, offspring, can inherit all the inheritance that is for it. He looks at all of us as his firstborn. And so, therefore, if you grow and get educated and you pass your tests, and there'll be lots of them, you too will inherit the fullness of the everlasting covenant. A lot of people, once they pass away into death, they're babies. They go to heaven. And they're taught. They're in school. Their atmosphere is nothing but love and peace and joy. Mm -hmm. They're out of this mess down here. But I can't go yet because I got to reach you. There's more that are in the darkness than in the light. I'm not going. And Satan and death can't take me till I'm finished. Till the Lord says I can go. I've got a lot of recording to do. Many books to get up to help you. A lot of scriptures to go through. But we want to stop this video right here today. That he wants to get you back as a beautiful light. Because he's in the light. He's a God of light. Righteousness. He is this. And you can't come into his presence unless you're light yourself. So you had to be born again. And he wants to help you. You don't have to do anything. Just believe with the little bit of belief you have. Just believe on his son's name. That Christ Jesus is the son of the living God. That he went to a cross. And he died. He did. But he rose on the third day. He's alive now. He was the Messiah, the king that was coming spiritually to redeem all of us back. That's all. Just believe. He'll do the rest. Most of us are hooked up like Neil Anderson in the movie, The Matrix Trilogy. Hooked up into a matrix, a control system for our mind. We don't know the truth. We don't know what's happened. We really don't know anything. We just believe whatever's been programmed into us. Mm -hmm. And it's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. And it took somebody like Morpheus, called the God of Dreams, to come along and speak to us. While we're in the matrix, while we are in unbelief, have no knowledge of truth or what's real or what really happened. 
But then we have to be offered, as Neo was, the red peel. The red peel represents being born again, the blood of Christ Jesus. If you'll take that for yourself, you will learn the truth. And Neo did. It was hard even getting free. The enemy, the machines were trying to kill him. But there were some that were free, that believed, and wanted to help everybody in the matrix to come out. Mm -hmm. So that's how most of us are. We are hooked up to a matrix of the world. And we're being fed whatever the others want us to believe. But not here in the garden. Your spirit is free. We're in your dreams. We're in your visions. Why am I in your prayers? Just like Morpheus was with Neo. I can be on your computer. I'm going into the metaverse. I'll have an avatar. Mm -hmm. I might just be a white light. Coming after you. Wherever your mind goes, I'm coming. There's no distance. On earth, in the natural world, a spirit cannot go. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to be as one of these white lights, born again, be covered in the glorious, radiant robes of righteousness as a pure and beautiful creature, And live in this. Then come. You don't have to do anything. Except his offer. Of a new birth. Of freedom. Of new clothes. And it's done. Dear Heavenly Father. All those who desire to come out. And wear your white robes of righteousness. Be in your family. Come out of the darkness. The dungeon cells. Out of the matrix. Be about your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62. While they're here in the garden, give them a Hebrews 4.12. A spiritual circumcision of their spirit from their soul. Help them to begin rebuilding the kingdom within. Father, get back on the throne in their spirit. Put your Holy Spirit there. That they may hear your voice. See you. Acknowledge you. Love you praise you, worship you, and grow in you. Father, help them. This is your work. Be about it. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay? I'll see you guys next time as we pick up in Isaiah verse 22. We'll keep working slowly so you'll have a deeper understanding of what it means. To be wearing the white robe of righteousness that God wants to give you for your clothes of shame, confusion, dishonor, ugliness, filthiness, ignorance. Mm -hmm. I love you. He loves you. We're waiting for you to come into the family, to be born again, birthed anew. Hope it's now and today. Bye. Bye-bye.